sweat equity podcast and streaming show, pragmatic entrepreneurial advice and dick jokes coming to you, hosted by me, Law Smith, and co-host Eric Reggie. Hashtag sweat equity, hashtag 69 B2B, help those other businesses that help you out. Hashtag girthy ROI. We're on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Laughable, YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo. I'm only going to do one headlining sponsor. If you want the other sponsors like Roan, Grasshopper, FreshBooks, Warby Parker, you can go to sweatequitypod.com. But today's uh, episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Try expressvpn.com uh, forward slash sweat. Uh, get three months free off an annual subscription. This is better than a tour browser. This is better to protect your anonymity and be anonymous online. ExpressVPN. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. Get you three months off an annual plan. Holler if you hear me, if you want the hookup, and you can pick any country your, your IP address is uh, routed to. That's something I, I didn't know about until just now. Try expressvpn.com forward slash wet. Get three months free. Boom. Let's get this podcast started. Hot it. What about my sweat equity? Well, I mean, I we got to make sure I have a good trap game. Usually, I, I've been trying to dress up on this show, but uh, I everything's packed. You went out of your way to not dress up today. <laughs> well, every, everything's packed right now, so it's like I don't have the podcast equipment. I carefully put away the mics, the mixer, all that stuff. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going rogue. I'm going gorilla style. You look like and you I'm... were like throwing all of your clothes into a wood chipper and then realized you were naked and needed a shirt to wear and then ripped it back out of the wood chipper and threw it uh, on. You know, it's been said on this podcast many times you should wear pants in a Zoom meeting so you don't get caught, but I'm I'm wearing a shirt and no pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So we want to do part two as uh, we were talking to uh, Joshua Kennedy of um, Imagine. Imagine. Matt. Yeah. Imagine marketing, right? Uh, I, you can do your own plugs because, again, I don't have notes. I don't have anything. I barely I, – I stole this computer to do this uh, this podcast episode while everything's packed up. But um, we wanted to do a part two. I think this will be a good, you know, little subplot storyline if we have the people that listen consistently to your progress. So tell us uh, – you know, tell us, I guess, where you were last time, and we'll go from there. So last, as soon as we got off the last podcast episode. Yeah, so pretty much last time, we had just done a lot of software evaluation. So we were looking at the different, uh, to kind of support the company, and we had decided on the software, and we were using the software and trialing. Um, and we had, like, I believe, like, one or two clients at the time. Um, and this past month has been really good in terms of uh, just getting getting our hands dirty as far as doing a lot of the services and, and the client work and stuff like that, which has been good. We've added a couple clients. Um, and, you know, it's been good in terms of, we have seen this, some unforeseen challenges have come up as far as, you know, the software and things that I just wasn't anticipating um, that have caused us to have to, you know, 
pivot a little bit and change, I'd be a little bit flexible. Um, but yeah, I mean, just we've we've definitely grown a lot. A lot. We've, we've definitely grown, but it's a lot more client based now than it was the last time I spoke to you. And you have a nose stud. In your, I do have a nose. Yes, you got that done. In the last yeah, month, right? I, yeah, I, I business got, must uh, be good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was in last time. I, yeah, it was, it was in last time. I, I feel like I did add. A, I was in a tattoo shop and and got clients that way. So you know, whatever that, you can do. You've got one close to being the neck that makes it very scary when you see it. You can still yeah. cover it up with the collar. Right. If it was a half an inch higher, it would be a right. much different conversation for sure. I've heard that's a big demarcation line for tattoos. Once you get Absolutely. above the collar, that means like you've definitely killed someone. You get any more t uh, more clients, you're going to start to look really, really scary. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Your client get a teardrop on your eye, that sort of thing, dude. That's not a good yeah. precedent to set. Absolutely, I'll, I'll have to stop putting marks on my body when I get new clients. I'll have to get jewelry or something. We'll do yes. maybe a watch. We'll do a watch. You're doing the business version of Memento. You're just adding, you just add something to your body every time you get a client. Yeah, just figuring out who my, who is my, what is my business identity, right? Like I've got a tattoo here. When you get to that Prince Albert piercing, we know you're crushing it. <laughs> that means you've run out of things to do. Uh, but, oh, I just thought of that. Um, don't Google image Prince Albert ever, by the way. Especially crushing it, Prince Albert, the way yeah, you put it. Don't crush it. Don't, or, or sounding, if you've ever heard of that. That's where they stick. Uh, no. Don't even, don't even explain it, dude. Don't, don't even explain it. it. I'm taking you off. You're, You're off the camera. You can't mute me. You can't mute these I traps. can. Hold on. Get, stand, stand by. by. Let me learn this. <laughs> How to mute. You can't mute all this. Ooh. Uh, but um, what was I going to say? Well, actually, before uh, we get more into that, mm. why don't you re-explain what what you're doing so people that are didn't hear the last episode can kind of get get your gist of your company yeah absolutely so what we are is a uh basically 100 percent performance-based affiliate marketing agency so we use a tracking software um to track basically users from uh, different places in the internet basically so we try to recruit essentially digital partnerships which could be people like podcasters or bloggers or, or wherever. Um, and then we're able to basically provide them links and these coupon codes that are able to monitor and track users from uh, their pages, their websites, their platforms through the checkout process at uh, the different clients that we are serving. Um, and then in exchange for that service, um, they basically get a commission. So they're almost like a digital sales team. But the cool, the, the cool part of it is that um, and it's all like it's, there's no risk involved because um, we don't charge really for just like a software or, or we don't want to charge a software fee or an installation fee or anything like that or even just for our time. It's, it's only based on new customers acquired it in sales. Yeah. And so since we talked in what early May last time and, and so a lot's kind of changed since then <laughs> as far as just society's gone uh, around the country, at least like. What we, we dipped into unemployment was higher than the Great Depression. And then now it's, it's uh, I think, come back about 3 million jobs in this last month, the last 30-day period. So we're seeing that, like, there's a bounce-back effort. But there's still going to be a lot of people that are going to be in this gig economy kind of stuff, going to be doing side hustles. It's kind of why the show exists. And so I think that might be a good thing for anybody listening to maybe contact you as far as, you know, being one of those referral champions for you. 
Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate it. And that's kind of, as long as I can get the audience uh, of people and, and I can explain the, the software, the service to them, I think that um, it's a pretty compelling offer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for people out there that are looking for those things to work from home that are, they don't have to, they're not like a Rodan in fields where they're, they're getting the garage inventory of an MLM uh, and getting fucked over eventually where they, like they can't sell $30 worth of $30,000 worth of uh, all the, the stuff they have to buy just to be a consultant. Um, I feel bad for a lot of women have to find out who their real friends are, be, who becomes a Rodan and Fields consultant or uh, what, else, uh, what are the other ones that are big? Mary Kay for older ladies. Herbalife. Herbalife. Uh, that's, well, if you're yeah, but what about all the success stories? stories. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's winners and losers. There's like uh, two at the part, top. Part of me, part of me, I can look at it like a libertarian, like you make your own decisions, and then part of me is like it's really taking advantage of people. Uh, I, I go back and forth between the two. Yeah, yeah quick side, side note, if you ever have to pay money to get a job, that's not a job. <laughs> yeah, just, that, yeah. Don't, if it seems like you're going to, you know, get your foot in on the ground floor or whatever, the, nah. No, they're, yeah. they're not. They're taking you, man. Yeah, and you you just need to recruit people under you, and and they tell and, two people. But you're like, then I'd be then, then I would be a recruiter. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things where I think it will be interesting to see your plight, and I definitely want to try to have you on mm-hmm. continually just to see where you're at as a litmus test, because I think that's an interesting thing that you're willing to you're willing to do on the podcast, but also it's. Um, you know, every entrepreneur is going to mess up. So I think like, I think that part of like, you're not going to have everything set in stone from the get go, but at least showing people that, Hey, I'm figuring out problems as they go. I think that's a valuable trait to show everybody, you know? Absolutely. So what, uh, so last time we talked, uh, you know, we kind of talked about broad strokes, I would say kind of beginner like strategy stuff, branding, um, what, what have you been able to kind of knock out? Have you gotten in the forest and done shrooms and, uh, fo- found yourself as a company? Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of interesting is, uh, the last time is we'd focused basically on trying to portray the brand identity, the brand message really clearly kind of on the, uh, you know, the first impression of the website, but then as far as defining who our target client is, is kind of more that's emerged more since the last time we spoke to you. So I think initially when you start businesses and you want clients, you're so hungry for clients that you start, you don't really have a vetting process or you don't have a start getting client. tattoos and all that. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> that's a good selling point. Yeah. I'll get a tattoo to sign you. That's how committed I, I, I think, am. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, clients for life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> like it or not. Um, and so, yeah, and so then kind of uh, an ideal client has emerged for us, which is sort of a Shopify e-commerce store. And we generally like to partner with brands that are sort of like sustainably minded. So um, yeah, we've got a few, we've got like this eco-friendly candle manufacturer. We've got people that are making jewelry out of regenerated materials. So um, what, what it allows us to do though is not only define our clients, but also access the groups where these people are, communities where these people are hanging out, which has been a good way to recruit people. So uh, I'll give a couple of steps to help in define target audiences. Uh, a lot of people don't, you're right. You get started and you just have to bring, you got to start bringing in income no matter what. And you go, 
I'll, I'll figure this out as I go. And that's a lot, look, that's a lot of entrepreneurship. That's a lot of doing your own thing without like uh, a crazy amount of uh, resources or cash influx from the get go. So, you know, a lot of it will be like, I'll just start with this, this, uh, this client knowing that uh, it sounds like you got what you want. But one thing that is a good thing to ask yourself is what is my dream client? And in a weird way, you'll figure out, but if you want to kind of do more of a specific filtering, what's, uh, and it's tough because all businesses are different. What are the industries they're in? Like what, what's the bigger categorized industry? Uh, and then what are the sectors under that usually? Uh, so like, uh, for instance, I'm trying to, I do a lot of, uh, business development for manufacturers underneath that, uh, any kind of computer manufacturers, any kind of aerospace manufacturers is really our sweet spot. So like, that's a subsector of a larger one. Right. And then look for how many employees, how big they are for your stuff. It's going to be more about how long have they been around? Uh, you know, what's the revenue they've brought in so far? a lot of what we're really doing is assessing risk, right? Because in a, in a professional services business, what you're trying to do uh, is, is figure out the risk mitigation of that, right? If, uh, if you're going to put a lot of the way your stuff set up is it, it might be more of a time thing where you're setting up with them uh, in, instead of like a labor, like we were agency, doing the actual services is that time block that's the labor cost that's what they're paying for for you your time is going to be relative to how much revenue is coming in because it's a commission-based kind of hub and spoke model right so what you're trying to do on your side is assess risk and what you can do to kind of nudge them forward right yeah no, I, I always look at like what are the six th the six pieces of criteria i'm looking for in that target audience Right. And we're like, we look for uh, people in the growth phase and they're, they need, they have marketing stuff, but they're not, they're not, they know they need more help and they're not doing it. And so it's that thing where they, we need to come in. We know we're coming in for a year, maybe three, helping them out, but it's not going to be forever. And so that's like our sweet spot, uh, B2B, SMB, business to business, small to medium business. Um, so for you, your criteria might be Shopify, uh, someone who's been doing it maybe, or an Etsy store, or someone who's got an e-commerce, a bit of a structure, you know, already, and then kind of, uh, you tell me, I don't know if you have that criteria set up. Yeah, yeah no, basically what the, the thing is for us is, is the, the Shopify store just makes it for the easiest integration with the software that we use because they already have an app. So it's like five minutes or less so we can get you up and running. Um, and then Shopify is just one of the most popular e-commerce platforms out there, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the the other thing, um, as far as like, uh, it's just really proof of sales, right? So it's like you know, just like kind of a, an evaluation of your website, and just make sure that we're not, we don't want to, you know, people. There are a lot of new Shopify stores and new businesses that are registered all the time, but we don't want to like, we don't want to take a business or walk a business from zero to one. We want to take them from 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars revenue to wherever, you know. So that's kind of our, our our boundary, if you will, as a company. Yeah, you don't you don't want to take them from uh, incubation stage. To, or ideation stage. Here's what we're trying to do as a, I, I, you know, I make homemade jewelry. There's a lot of 
a lot of moms that do that that kind of business online um former mary Kay jeweler right? yeah i mean no, no nothing wrong with that you can make money doing it it's just tough it, you don't realize like the thing you actually like and this goes for almost any business you start the the thing you like doing and the thing you're good at as the service or what, whatever you're producing it becomes five to ten percent of your time and everything else so you like I, I like I love helping companies get from you know point A to point B. I, that's what satisfies me doing what I do. But it's that thing of like sometimes that only becomes a, a fraction of your time, right? And when you do homemade jewelry, you're like, I just like doing this on the side. This is fun. But when you try to make it a company, it's like, oh, you have to figure out logistics of shipping and the costs of shipping and how this shit should be packed. How it should be unboxed, you know, uh, how it should be uh, bundled together and pricing model, and it it can't overwhelm. So, uh, Eric, it looks like he has a question, but I can't tell. What? No, no. no. I, no, I was just going to say uh, you're in the little box. On my, I know. Well, I don't need to be in You're leaning boxes. in. You're, you're leaning in like whoa. No, I was, I was just going to say it's like with that, that sort of stuff. It's just. Uh, sell the idea to Walmart or sell it to somebody, a manufacturer. So they can sell it to Walmart or whatever. It's always just like that's a stepping stone sort of thing. So my my professor, uh, Dr. Kincaid, uh, my undergrad entrepreneurship professor, we used to write business plans for our entrepreneurship program. His for advice fun. Oh, for fun, funsies, yeah, wrote one for a crematorium. Cool, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I did one for a glass bottom dolphin boat. Mm. in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I found that business plan as I'm moving out. And I'm like, God damn, this thing sucks. You just pushed it too but, far with the bottomless captain that you had to have. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, again, not wearing pants right now. So yeah. it's kind of apropos. I know. Maybe that's why I was thinking about it. Bottomless. By the way, no, no one on the call is wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm wearing, I'm not wearing uh, any boxers, no me undies, nothing. It's it's well. I'm wearing one eye patch over one ball because I hit it on something, and it's serving as a sling. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one. It's not. I don't really count that as clever. That's um, fun. That's, I, that's, I, that's what you do when you get crazy by yourself. You're I just enjoyed like, that visual. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but your set. He was always like, your second slide should be your exit uh, exit strategy, and you, that sounds counterintuitive because a lot of business plans you're trying to get funding or whatever, but it's just what Eric said. It's like everything, every business has an exit. And if you don't have really multiple options of what you want to do as far as an exit plan, it's going to be tough. But, uh, you know, I don't, well, that's just something I wanted to throw in there. What else have you realized for your company in the last month, last 30 plus days? Yeah. One of the things is that uh, I guess, so a lot of it kind of breaks uh, it breaks up into a couple different parts. So uh, we're basically trying to get traffic, referral traffic from uh, different digital partners, right? So a lot of the referral traffic online comes from these big publishers, the like Hearst uh, magazines and all that. So like Men's Health, Women's Health, Cosmopolitan, all these things. Um, and I thought that I would be able to use like use some of those relationships and the software that we're using currently to just get them kind of on the platform. But a lot of those people have their preferred methods of working. So it's like having to adapt to how they 
how these companies already work, right? And, and trying to uh, work with the software that they're using, it's getting you know, alternative setups with my you know, client sites and stuff like that. So um, it's not as direct or as easy. I think that was a challenge that came up for us, but, um, and then also not only is being able to work around that. So knowing that maybe knowing that I'm not gonna be able to access basically the top 10 blue links on a particular search for a product because most of those are occupied by the, the major the, the major media companies is trying to find I guess the, the smaller alternative sort of uh, you know partners and stuff like that has been the, the long tail partners if you will um, is, is something that I've been trying to focus on so uh, what you would call the alt scene if uh, yeah people that aren't aren't already with uh, a conglomerate system yes so, absolutely so have you, have you kind of brainstormed a strategy how to kind of go about that or is that kind of just a new new issue you figured that's well, going on yeah one of the well so one of the all those basically the, the conglomerate if you will right so they all work with this uh, most of them work with either the huge affiliate networks which i mentioned in the last show or they work with this company called skimling so one of the ways to do it is i'm actually going to sign up as the uh, sort of like as the manager for each individual client that I have on this network, right? So not run it as my company. So that's been kind of one of the ways I've been able to to get around it, um, and then just not use essentially not use like. Um, you know, website pages or content pages as, as referral sources. So trying to find other platforms, other mediums where I can get referrals other than just the, you know, whatever you type in online and the web page that comes up to, to try to answer your question. Uh, can I pitch an idea maybe? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think Bottomless uh, web services, a lot of, a lot of fans only or only fans. I don't know why I confuse those all the time, but you could do that you know yeah like personally it's, or like it should I just be that. it should be every everybody doing zoom calls but just the they cameras the on the bottom bottom, <laughs> bottom hustle yeah Ooh, i like that you know or uh power from the bottom whatever you want i already because... did it's all right. i already have the perfect name bottom hustle let's move on from okay that. okay that, <laughs> that was a, it's a 10 out of 10 out of the gate you know i know that, i was trying to tell someone the other day you know you you do uh and not a lot of people know how like a writer's room for jokes go, but you basically, I do this for brand naming or like some kind of campaign you're trying to do on a bigger scale for advertising purposes. I try to go, let's give it a name. Uh, but you know, Eric, Eric's is a nine out of 10. Let's see if we can beat that. If we beat can't beat it. that, we can't, you know, so that's how you should do a lot of brand naming, a lot of company naming, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, but what I'd say is, you know, one thing I think where you can build a lot of credibility, it's something I've been sitting on for, for this podcast, is uh, kind of community building. So like digital community building, meaning that uh, our friends uh, at something, uh, something Planet podcast, they've been doing a good job cultivating a lot of weird memes uh, in their Facebook group. They started, I don't know, a couple months ago. But it's gotten them way more track. I can tell it's gotten them way more traction in terms of people that didn't really listen or they listened to the podcast a little bit. And now they're more invested. Uh, it kind of creates the the non-show property for them to kind of keep a, a relationship going, right? And we, we absolutely need to do that for us too, by the way. That's that's what it's I, so that's what stupid that we don't. I know we're dumb. Participate um, more in something planet dick joke well, group. I can't. I can't decide if we do a Facebook group or Slack 
an open Slack or both uh, and figure out how to integrate them. But for you, uh, for what you're doing, I think you could do something that is helpful for people that need e-commerce help, like a Facebook group that it's not like it's under the guise of a, a Facebook group that you're trying to sneak anything by them, but I would make it something where you're helping them with e-commerce issues, right? Uh, and make a Facebook group for that, lead everybody over there. Um, because you can see Facebook's also making a push for, for groups more and more. So there's also that you always have to look at the, the macro and micro view of everything uh, online. But for you, making a group where you're just helping get a group going, a community of people that have e-commerce issues, mm-hmm. uh, that might be huge in terms of like, it's a slow game for sure, but you're my, you might learn a lot too. Uh, I'm a big believer of like, you know, joining a lot of communities just to, just to kind of seep in whatever knowledge that helps me because you're not going to know everything, especially right. in the online world, it's infinite. And so, uh, but also like the empathy of like having the empathy of potential, these potential targets you want to talk to, if you figure out their pain point and what they're searching for after a while using this group, then you can make a, a, a search ad that's feeding that, right? Absolutely. That's so specific that you're hitting those people. Or, or you know, like... It's like guerrilla market research. Well, what a lot of people are doing now, I mean, it's pretty gangster, is there's a... Um, every city has this, so if you're listening, whatever city you're in, there's a bunch of neighborhood-esque, like, uh, whatever your neighborhood is, uh, West Hollywood Facebook group or something for... Uh, selling stuff. Famously gay neighborhood. Uh, I used to, <laughs> why you chose West Hollywood? <laughs> I used to live there on Mar- Martell Avenue. Oh, you're a mayor. Okay. Yeah. I used to live in a garage there. Take there. Take that for what? Like a real garage, not like a garage apartment. I don't like, know that gay term. Hold on. Uh, in the garage? Yeah. It's a double wide? You do it in the garage. I, I, le- I Seriously, I, in 10, 10 years ago, I lived in a garage in West Hollywood. And that sounded like the gayest thing of like yes. I could ever say. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I live in a dungeon, um, but it was great. I had three women that lived in a house. They were friends of mine, and then they were like, they- "There's a garage that the owner of the place we're renting." Did they help to- you move in? Yeah, they tried to make it into like a suite, and he just like gave up, like step three in. Mm-hmm. And so there's carpet on the ground, and then there's an AC unit. And I was like, fuck it, I'll clean this fucker up and I'll live in there. And it was kind of awesome. But I felt and one like of the uh, girls picked the AC unit up, unit up and lifted it over her head, threw it out the window. Why would she do Maureen wouldn't do that? Oh. Uh, no, uh, it was actually awesome because uh, the AC unit was better than the house. Uh, the only problem was that if you had Tell to take us a more. shit, you had to take shit, you had to go inside. What kind so. was it? <laughs> um, I think it was a ream. Pretty I don't sure. like these Zoom interviews. I don't have my sound effects. You can't have your sound effects. It's, I don't know if my computer can handle it, honestly. Oh. Uh, you can just pull your phone up to the mic. It's not the same. I know. I know. Uh, but um, what was I talking about? I getting getting double-wided? West oh, Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, West Hollywood. So, Sweet. So, all, so the, gang, the gangster move, a lot, uh, the more guerrilla move I see a lot of the time now, and this has been going on for about two years, is Facebook groups, they're seek- a lot of them are really set up to get people to pay them 
to advertise within the group because everybody sees the notification. So whereas an ad, you're still targeting people and they can skim by it. But if you have a group where the default setting is anytime something's posted in here, uh, you get a notification. That's really powerful because it's going to drive about 90% of the people in the group over that post. It's the same with live videos, you know, how they have that as well, their, their go-to thing. But they've toggled those, right? So for a while, it was if when they busted it out, you did live video. We did it as a tactic for us because it's novelty, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, it would show almost everybody you're friends with. Then they just stopped doing it completely. Then they came back to like notifying you sometimes and sometimes not. And then sometimes with brands that you don't really want to follow, right? Yeah. Well, Instagram has it. They, they get you. Like every time, because an Instagram notification, if it looks the same as uh, any other notification. Right. I, I, I have, I it, it won't say they're does, live now. I follow someone that does uh, yoga locally, and she's been doing it every day. During, I keep forgetting to turn it off, but uh -huh. that's the thing. Like, Forgetful law. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, like, what was I doing? <laughs> Yogi law. High day. <laughs> Do you see? I you see all this? I have to do Diamond Dallas page yoga. You see all this? You see all this mass? Uh, Are you for real but, though? The DDP what? yoga? I'll do it. No, I'm not. I was asking if you were. I I need to. Okay, that's not what I'm at. I'm, so no. I don't want the, no the is the app, answer. The app okay, sucks so bad. He's not so doing bad. it, everyone. The oh, app really? sucks so bad. I, I don't like. I do yoga with Tim on uh, YouTube for free. And he, uh, Live by the way, from it, West Hollywood. If you want to, if you want to watch a guy make jokes, he does it by himself. He films it by himself. Like the beginning ones, he has a cameraman, obviously, and then he starts doing them on his own and tries to make these little dad jokes, like as he's doing it and laughs to himself. It is the most unintentional comedy. Like it's so funny. He's like, <laughs> like that kind of like <laughs> laughing to himself. Hear it echo um, through his empty house. It's so fucking funny. Uh, but. Uh, the community building thing where you do a Facebook group, you can either, you should probably join a bunch as just like what you're talking about, doing a little uh, dummy testing research for your competition in a similar way. You're kind of doing that to get a feel for, for out there. Like we like uh, Eric and I like Reddit a lot. Um, yeah. It, 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 there's a lot of garbage on there, but you know, if you want to start a riot, apparently that's where you find out where to go logistics uh, that's i mean or how to people... be peaceful during of these times it's all out there i mean it's not it, you choose you're, you're like, cultivating I mean, I like, your feed i like the, there's some stuff there's some subreddits i like that help with work to understand a little bit a little bit more the online world sometimes but i, I also like the ones that uh, just kind of help curiosity where it's like Here's a, here's a subreddit of, um, you know, shower thoughts, which is one of my favorites because it's just funny. Um, but do it, finding these like online communities, I think will help. But Facebook groups seem to be the, probably where people are going to go. If, if I'm someone that has an e-commerce store, I'm doing okay. And I need help. I'm, I'm going to probably not be like on the vanguard of digital marketing knowledge or digital, just digital knowledge in general. And so Facebook would probably be one of the uh, one of the first go-to things. And then if you really want to do it, the gangster thing that a lot of companies have been doing is they'll pay the administrator that made the group 
and the person that made the group for the West Hollywood whatever swap and shop, they're not, they didn't make the group because they're a community builder. A lot of them built, made them to get people to pay them to advertise within the group. So you, you do a message to the administrator of an e-commerce kind of networking group or uh, whatever problem solving group. And then you can pay them like 20, something cheap, pretty cheap for relative to online ads. And you go, hey, I'll pay $40 to post something about like what you're doing. And it's pretty, that's pretty cost effective when it's all said and done. So, but yeah. again, you want to go, you want to go infiltrate these groups like Fight Club, the beginning of Fight Club, and go to as many like AA meetings as you can, Absolutely. or whatever support groups as you can to see which one's legit and which one's not. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and uh, to kind of uh, just add on to that is that one of our one of our clients, one of our biggest clients so far is a, a national, basically candle maker distributor that we we brought on and it was through a Facebook group is where we met them. So um, I kind of already seen the, the power of those groups so far already. Do they have the Donnell Rawlings Ashy Larry smell candle? Uh, I I wish I could get the reference. They do not, but I'll, I, I don't either. Chappelle, I know Donnell, yeah. Donnell Rawlings. From Chappelle show. Uh, I yeah, I, I I watched a little bit of the Chappelle show. I didn't. I didn't. Oh not damn! Enough. Okay. Not, 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 not the dude. <laughs> How old were you? For me on sweat. I, 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 it, it was like when I was like ten years old. The Chappelle show. Was it's on, still. So. It, it's even. It's probably more relevant now than it's ever been. <laughs> it honestly. still has my favorite sketch of all time. Is the it's the, the best. The blind oh, the Klansman, the black. Yeah. guy. I mean that they is made a, my favorite. They made a movie out of ever. that. I mean, Spike Lee made a movie from that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> even that five minute snippet because I saw the movie too. That that was better than like it's so perfect. Yeah. I love that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, but what I'm saying is like that. That's the best show. That's the best comedy of all time probably definitely best skit show of all time yeah i've seen i've seen a few episodes but uh just uh, i'll have to go back and uh, and brush up a little bit for sure yeah find out where that's streaming and and get you on that you're not welcome back until you watch all the episodes and you get our references i'll I'll do a weekly report of my business and then how the Chappelle show okay i'll check in with you guys key appeals probably your Chappelle show (laughs) or maybe mind of mencia But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I think help figuring out your audience, your target audiences through just like being a part of them, right. Acting as if you're, you're a customer, it's going to give you that empathy. You got to Once you get the filters down, you know, what we kind of explained before trying to figure out the psychology and where they need help. That's when it's going to be a game changer for you. Cause then you're going to know that point of contact to make where you're going okay, I know where you're at. We've helped this. And now you'll, you'll have the candle, the candle company and you'll go, we've helped them go from here to here. Now I have a case study. Now I have a reference point to go, to go, Hey, here's what we help them do. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's have you on again in a month to see what's going on, man. Yeah. I'll try to get, I'll try to squeeze in a couple of Chappelle episodes for sure. I'll definitely, I'll, I'll rewatch that skit for you. Thank you. Thank you. We may, Finally. We we might have just ruined your productivity, man. Uh, it might be a lost weekend. They too, hold but, up. Don't worry. But worth it. it they do. They definitely do. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll have you on in a month. Yeah, appreciate it. See you guys. Later, man.